Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Opinion Line, Corks 96FM. It's the first anniversary of the death of, of Caroline Flack and the whole Be Kind uh, movement that started out of that. And I suppose it's time to remember it because one thing that we've had to learn to do more of during the pandemic is be kind to those around us, those small select group of people to whom we have become just bound because we've no time away from them now and also to be kind to others. And if you remember Jacinda Ardern the other day, I played you her audio of how they would get through the pandemic and how they have been getting through the pandemic since the start is telling people be kind to each other. It's been it's been very very important. Alexander, good morning to you. Good morning. Poor old Caroline, God rest her. Uh, it was a terrible shock to us all, um, but it started uh, the be kind movement in a big way. Yeah, God, it's it's actually crazy to think it's been a year ago now. Um, and in the wake of her death, I think quite quickly, her fans, Love Island viewers, people just around the world, not even in the UK and Ireland, were really starting to realise the effect that people's words had on their mental health. So at the time before Caroline died, she was about to face a huge trial. She was accused of assaulting her boyfriend, Lewis Burton. He had said he would, didn't want to press charges. He didn't want to go ahead with it. Yeah. But um, in the UK, they were were really pushing ahead of this trial and a lot of people close to her said that she just felt the whole world was watching her she was seeing comments online they were really starting to affect her mental health and if you had looked up Caroline Flack's name at the time like the sort of stuff that was going around there was memes of her oh, there yeah. was pictures of her it was so bad and in those couple of days you know people were like you know you don't know what people are going through she was so bubbly so happy an amazing career but she was obviously so sad inside but it's been a weird year and I think you'll agree with this yourself like at the start I think the Be Kind movement really took off there was a lot of conversations about it but the same people who were sharing Be Kind are the same people that are still on WhatsApp groups slamming people that are still going onto Facebook Twitter Instagram leaving nasty comments or even worse going onto forums and leaving anonymous comments so from my perspective after watching things the last 12 months nothing has changed and in some ways it's actually gotten worse during the pandemic I know you were saying there one of the big lessons of the last year has been like be kind to everybody but I've actually seen a little bit of a turn towards the other side people are bored they're at home they're frustrated they just are sitting at their laptop they're sitting at their phone and there's a lot of nasty things still being said about a huge amount of people out there i actually put up a tweet myself i was just a bit exasperated one evening recently and i put up a tweet and i just said this place is a cesspit 
Mm. Social media has gotten so horrible. Mm. It really, it, like, it really can be a horrible place, and I've witnessed it myself. You know, like there is this kind of Twitter mob mentality out there that if you say something or do something that people don't fully agree with, instead of being like, you know, I don't really agree, it's you know, you're being targeted, you're getting DMs, you're getting messages. Yeah. Like, I've had times where I've had a hundred and twenty-five angry messages in one day, and I think people just forget that there's a person on the other side of the screen. And as well, we're in the middle of the pandemic, but Caroline's such a good example because she was such a happy, bubbly person. Person. And even you look at other people out there, like Robin Williams, you know, there's a lot of people out there that seemed so happy but weren't. But I feel like we shouldn't have to tell people, oh, you never know what they're going through, leave them alone. Everyone should be left alone anyway. Like, why do you need to be told they're dealing with issues? Like, I am very much like, if you've nothing left to say, don't say it. And I'm not saying, you know, don't question people in the public eye or, you know, that's fine. There's always a healthy debate around decisions. And, you know, Harry, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have had a lot of controversy. But at the same time, you know, a lot of British taxpayers were paying for their life so you know there's a debate over can yeah. you actually question things they're, they're, a, good, they're things a good they're a good they're a good example actually because they came mm. as you know back into the headlines this week and, and one narrative about them was hang on a second now they ran off to the states to get away from publicity mm -hmm. and here yeah. they are now queuing up to do an interview with oprah winfrey and yeah. they're all over the paper again because she's pregnant again which is yeah. which is it to be, lads? Do you want privacy or don't you? Is that fair yeah. comment or is that unkind? That's a tough one. I find Harry and Meghan a tough one because I do think they kind of owe quite a lot to the public, you know, in terms of they stepped into the spotlight together. You know, Meghan's been in this industry for a long time. It's not that people hounded her down for no reason. Um, and I think a lot of people are angry in the commentary because they have slammed the media so much. Like, I have seen, you know, statements they've put out and they literally hate the media. They hate journalists. So, me personally, it does annoy me to see them slamming the media, saying, leave us alone, and then the next second they're putting up a picture. But then again, that's like a healthy comment. It's okay for me to be like, right, which is it? But it's different to then write a racist slur under a comment. It's different yeah. to attack how she looks, you know, mention her miscarriage, attack yeah. Harry. Like, there has yeah. to be a way these discussions happen. And unfortunately, when you're in the public eye, you do have to expect certain questions and I remember when Harry and Meghan were still in the royal family you know they were pictured getting on private jets and they had both been talking about the environment so there was a lot of questions about that like I feel like that's okay because you know they're promoting something they're being paid by the, the taxpayer but then the comments about how Meghan looks yeah. um, you know how she treats people that's where it starts to get dodgy so I think there just has to be a line and with the Caroline thing obviously people were interested because there was this case coming up but the things that were being said we're just too personal. So, and I don't know if you ever see this stuff, but there's a lot of forums in Ireland that are anonymous, and some of the things that are written on that are just oh. horrendous. Like if you, if it was written about your daughter or your mother or your sister, you'd be crying. Like you know, people saying someone looks fat, or you know, I've heard they've done this and sharing rumors, and it's awful. Like the Irish industry gets it quite a lot. I know we've talked about this before, but like influencers get it nearly worse than Meghan Markle does, to be honest, in Ireland. Yeah, there is this view though. That if you put yourself, Ali, into the public arena, mm. you're going to get a bit of that and you better have a tough skin. Yeah, and I do understand that. And look, you know, I've been a journalist for 10 years. I always believe that too. You know, when you put yourself out there and you're sharing pictures with your partner and you're both famous, you know, you have to expect something to come back. But I, again, I think it's fair to expect a little bit of commentary, a little bit of questions. But I think no one should have to accept that their life is going to be torn apart, that they're, you know, how they look is going to be torn apart, that they're going to be accused of doing things that they haven't done. Like there is this darker area and all of mm -hmm. this that I don't think anyone deserves. But with social 
social media, unfortunately, it's just so unregulated. Like, you and I might talk about someone, you know, to our friends, but we'd never put it out in a public forum with the hopes of the person seeing it. So I think yeah. there's a difference between having a discussion and point blank trying to hurt someone. And yeah. I just think the Caroline situation proves to everybody that it doesn't really matter how famous, how popular, how much money you have. These things, they do really get to them. And the Oprah interview is coming up. I'm very interested to see it because there's been a lot of talk that Harry and Meghan have actually been watching what's been going on on social media. And I think they're probably going to discuss that on the, the show about how it's actually affected them. So I think that'll be very interesting. It'll be interesting to watch. I, I'm not an Oprah fan, nor never was, but I will I, I will watch it for, for, for that alone. Just something that I wanted to um, hone in on briefly, Ali, it's kind of connected, kind of not, um, is... You know this, and there's a big story in the news this morning, the details of which are not particularly relevant, but there's a new guy who was appointed as chair of the Shannon development, and he, he was to be appointed in all of this, and then somebody went back over his Twitter and mm-hmm. found things that he'd said and tweeted, and this was five, six years ago, and mm-hmm. it came back to haunt him, and now he's not, not going to be getting that, that, that new job. We've all said things on social media that when you if you were to look back and Christ did I actually say that you know is know, it fair is it fair that something you tweeted six years ago can cost you a job see personally I don't think so I think it's I mean, very harsh. I mean, who were you six years ago to who you are now? I think people change, especially when, you know, people get dropped from a job or dropped from a TV show for something they put up when they were 19 on a Facebook group or something, and it's now 10 years later. Um, I don't know if you remember, but the last season of Love Island, there was a guy on the show who got dropped because of things he had put up on his social media. Kevin Hart famously lost his role hosting the Oscars because of an old homophobic joke he had done years before had resurfaced that he had profusely apologized for. He wasn't saying it was good, but he was like, I was young, I was stupid, I shouldn't have done it. And there just seems to be no room for forgiveness at the moment. And that's You'll be aware, of, I, you, I'm sure you, you must be aware, Ali, of the, the Ferrari that's blown up over Anne Robinson, are you? Yeah, and getting the new job. Yeah. She's yeah. the new presenter of, of Countdown mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. something that she did on another show on, on uh, the weakest yeah, link has what, come up. See, it's yeah. all it's all quite tied in together. I feel it's all this cancel culture. Whether it's trying to cancel Caroline, you know, to not host Love Island, or it's to cancel someone because they made a mistake. I feel like we're living in this age where you can't do anything wrong, and literally, it's all public opinion are becoming the jury, and people are losing incomes, they're losing jobs, they're losing their reputations because a few people on Twitter aren't happy. And I do think it's it's gone too far. I think it's ridiculous. I think we need to be able to forgive people as a generation because I don't know about you, but I don't know a single person that hasn't done something wrong in their whole life. I mean, and the problem is the new generation coming out as well. They've lived their life on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. I'm sure there's something they've put up that an employer in the future is not going to be happy with, but does that mean they shouldn't be employed? You know, it gets very hazy when you look into it too deep, but I think we should be able to forgive people. I think we should be able to move on, and I think a tweet... Or just accept that things were said in a different context at a different time in a different way. You wouldn't say it now but back then you did yeah now obviously there's some things that people would deem as as unforgivable and that's fine you know it's it's probably not for me and you to say if someone has said something or they've targeted a certain group of people or something like that I understand it can be very hard but I don't think the whole world needs to go against someone and the one thing I've learned in the last year since Caroline's death is just that cancel culture is a very scary thing and you have to put yourself in their position it's literally like thousands of people coming at you with pitchforks and for what because you put up one tweet a couple of years ago I mean is the punishment worth the crime that's the question I always ask when I'm looking at the kind of Twitter mob the 
the cancel culture out there, you know, did they kill someone? Like, what's actually happened to make people so angry? And to me, one tweet or, you know, something like that, I don't think it's as big a deal. I don't think they deserve as much hate. Okay. Well, let's leave it there. Good, good, good conversation. Thank you very much. Ali Ryan of Goss.ie. Corks 96 FM. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.